0: Listed buildings are one of my favorite developments because they've got a character, they're beautiful, they look good. They do bring around their own challenges, but when the development's ready, you can preserve uh, the character of the building and create something exceptional. So in this video here, I'm going to share some real basic things with you. Welcome. There are things you should be aware of when buying a Grade 2 listed property. There are three classifications of listed buildings in England and Wales, one for Grade 1 and two separate ones for Grade 2. A Grade 2 listed building is defined as a UK building or structure that is of special interest, warranting every effort or to preserve it. Grade 2 is a classification that can be applied to a wide variety of buildings and other structures in a range of ages, styles and locations. Grade 2 is below grade 1 as grade 1 is defined as a building of exceptional interest so the restrictions are less strict on grade 2 listed buildings. Buildings must be over 30 years old to be considered for listed status. There are around 400,000 listed buildings in England, according to Historic England, and the vast majority, over 90% of listed buildings are Grade 2. Most listings have come from surveys by Historic England, but it is possible to request that your building is listed by contacting them. As the Secretary of State for Digital Culture, Media and Sport, Nadine Dorries at the time of writing consults with Historic England when considering new listings. Buildings that are listed are legally protected from being demolished, extended or significantly altered without permission from the local authority. Many rights under permitted development for non-listed buildings that would prevent you from having to apply for planning permission do not apply to listed buildings or conservation areas. It's a criminal offence to carry out any works that would affect the character of a listed building and doing so can result in fines and prison sentences for up to two years. The local authority can also require that you reverse all the works you undertook without consent so it's gonna be costly. Before you buy, check out any previous work on the property. If the previous owner did not consent when conducting any works, Liability for correcting the works transfers to you when you buy the property. If the works have been done on the property, ask to see the listed building content documentation so that you can be certain it was done legitimately. Additionally, make sure that you keep any documentation that you acquire through your developments so that you can pass them on should you decide to sell in future. Listed building status applies to the entirety of the building, so internal works and alterations also required listed building consent. This applies to the changing of the plans of the rooms, as well as demolishing and rebuilding any features or removing any of the features. It can also apply to the land surrounding the building and any trees or shrubbery in its vicinity. Therefore, before conducting any works, it is always best to consult the local authority or the council. What can be changed will differ between local authorities and it is down to the interpretation of the rules by the local conservation officer. So do not assume that because you have not needed consent to do a type of work in one particular area or with one particular authority, that means it's going to be the same for another. Nothing could be further from the truth. Altering the windows can also change significantly the character of the building, and listed status is intended to preserve a building's character, so repairing those windows can potentially cause problems. The window frames and even the glass panes can sometimes be protected under regulations. This can be an issue if you intend to change the windows to double glazing, for example, uh, to improve energy efficiency, and the local authority may not be too keen on that. Historic England advised that repairing is better than replacing, and especially in the case of windows. Although it is possible to acquire consent to replace windows, but they have to be as close to the original detail as possible. It's also possible to receive consent for an extension to a listed building. Guidance from Historic England states that an extension to a listed building should not overpower the existing building. Therefore, it should be lower and smaller than the building and it's preferable to have the extension at the side or at the back of the building as it will be less visible and less imposing. Permission is rarely given for an extension to the front of a listed building. Historic England say that you should expect to use matching or complementary materials for the exterior of the extension. Damp is a common problem in older buildings and listed buildings are no exception however common fixes used on modern properties can make the issue worse in listed buildings using modern materials such as cement in the walls can hinder the breathability of them and therefore result in further damp developing given the left undetected damp can cause huge structural problems to older buildings in addition to health issues for those living in them you should be prepared for having checks done regularly. Many modern energy saving measures are not installed in listed buildings due to their age, because as you know, they they must be at least 30 years old or older. Consent from the local authority will be required for any works to bring it up to current standards. As mentioned earlier, double glazing the windows will likely be off limits, but installing an up-to-date boiler should be granted planning permission. Given the level of care required to developing a listed building, it may be advisable to use a contractor who has extensive experience in doing so. Those who have previously worked on listed buildings will be aware of the specific rules and regulations, and they'll be able to advise you on what you can do, what you can't do, and they'll help you to create a vision for the property and then make it reality. The last thing you need is for an inexperienced contractor who doesn't know what to do, they make mistakes, the ends up costing you more, takes longer, you annoy the conservation officer, the planning department and the whole thing crashes. If your property is surrounded by other listed buildings such as in Bath or Cotswolds, where there are many, obtaining consent can be even more difficult. Altering your building can alter the character of the area as a whole which has to be considered before giving consent to develop which is quite important, I hope you can understand that. Due to all of this, obtaining consent to do any renovation on a grade 2 listed building can be a very slow and arduous process. The local authority will have to consider the building's function, the condition, and viability against the historical significance that it provides. They will also consult those living nearby and any other interested parties on your development plans. Guidance suggests that the local authority should respond within eight weeks of the application, but in reality, it takes a lot longer than that. Therefore, it would be advisable to allow much more time to obtain planning permission to develop a listed building than it would do a non-listed building. Unlike with regular uh, planning applications, applications for listed buildings consent are free. However, you may be able to apply for planning permission as well as that depending on the extent of the work you wish to undertake. If your application for listed building consent is refused, you have the right to appeal to the Secretary of State. Given the level of the work that will be required should something happen to your listed building, it is advisable that you obtain listed buildings insurance. In fact, it's imperative that you do that. Other insurance policies like regular home or landlord insurance will not cover Listed buildings uh, due to the extent of the work required to restore it and the increased higher cost and the scarcity of materials available to do so makes it even more challenging and expensive. For further advice about developing a listed building, visit Historic England's website. Additionally, the Listed Property Owners Club have several guides which you'll find helpful.